Hey y'all, my name's LMC. So today we're covering an article in the Los Angeles Times. Uh, title is California Ways Steep New Fines to Combat Illegal Cannabis Sellers. Okay, so this title caught my eye right away. As written by Patrick McGreevy. Uh, let's go over it and then let's talk about it. Okay, so Sacramento. Alarm that unlicensed cannabis sellers continue to dominate California's pot market. Oh, I wonder why this stuff just, this stuff makes me so annoyed. Honestly, I'm not even from California. I'm no stake in California. Um, but yeah, let's keep going. So state lawmakers are moving towards imposing steep new fines on businesses that provide building space, advertising platforms, and other aid to illicit operations. Those who provide assistance to illegal pot sellers would face civil fines of up to $30,000 per day under legislation approved anonymously by the state assembly that is now pending in the Senate. A final vote on the proposal is expected sometime after lawmakers return to Sacramento this month. Assemblywoman Blanca, Blanca Rubio, a Democrat Baldwin Park, said she introduced the bill out of concern that as much as 80% of the cannabis sold in California comes from the illicit market, despite voters approving legal and licensed sales that began in 2018. Absolutely. If you haven't seen my most recent video about, about pertaining to California, I posted it yesterday. It talks about how the California market is, is not even like that legal. It's like literally two thirds of California don't have access to legal recreational cannabis, right? Now, what is that reason why? What's the reason why I highlighted in there? Well, it's because when we talk about, so so when, when Obama and like other presidents have said in the past, we're just gonna let the states deal with it, right? We're not, we, we wanna, we don't wanna impede on their rights. So states can individually choose if they wanna legalize cannabis or not, right? Um, well, that same relationship that's with the federal government and the state, they also, the state does with municipalities, right? The, the small governments within the state government, right? So in, in certain, so counties can, you know, they can have, uh, they can vote on whether or not they want legal cannabis or not. So even if a state does legalize cannabis, it does not mean it's actually legalized because then they have to go into the different municipalities, these different counties and vote on it there. Right, and they can ban it. They can put a moratorium on it, and so that's why you know, like I said, go check out that that uh, most recent I, I posted yesterday about California. The title of it is literally uh, why why most of California doesn't have access to, uh, or why why most uh, um, uh, most of California you know uh, bans commercial cannabis. Right. Um, it literally bans commercial cannabis and there's only like, you know, like one third of the state has access to it. So it's like, what do you think? Like, what, what are you expecting, you know, for California to do, like to not have a massive black market? You guys thinking that was just going to go away or it was going to be in four? Like, this is not, this is not, this is like the, uh, this is very similar to like the Hydra problem, right? You cut one head off, thousand will pop up after. It's the same thing. It's the same thing that's been going on with drugs forever. Like the drug war, it's the exact same principle, right? You take out one leader, you take out one cartel, there's 10 that pop up out of it. Like, um, so you have to address that first. That is the number one thing I wanted to say right off the bat is they have to address whether or not they're willing to allow for, you know, counties to ban it. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I get it. Um, you know, 
people that tend to vote though in these small on these smaller municipalities and, and, and it can be determined I, I think it's it's determined by the people they can put out a referendum and they also I think there are some counties that allow for you know just the uh you know the elected officials to decide I'm, I'm not exactly sure on that but that regardless that's a problem though right so and there's like how many counties are in, in California with California being one of the biggest states it, it's also one of those things too that like you know this count their count this county is choosing not to uh you know these counties are choosing not to make money on it and not to legal and not to commercialize it and can you force them to do that i don't know that's kind of the kind of the thing but let's keep going <coughs> excuse me okay so uh Quote, despite some success during the first two years of legalized cannabis sales, the illicit market has flourished, Rubio said. In addition to dwindling tax revenues, the underground market presents public safety and health threats to California. Okay, um, real quick, that does not, has nothing to do with, uh, I mean, I get it. There are some public safety and health threats, like that's, that's the, you know, with maybe bad products. Um, but let's be honest, it's all about tax revenues, okay? I just always want to highlight that. Um, let's keep going. So, but the proposal has divided advocates for legal marijuana. The United United Cannabis Business Association, which represents licensed firms, asked Rubio to introduce Assembly Bill 2122, saying, quote, it brings much needed support in enforcement. So licensed firms, right? So these are all of the legal cannabis companies that are mad about how big the you know black market is in California, right? So they they pretty much lobbied, right? They lobbied this uh, uh, congresswoman um, to propose this bill, bring more enforcement. Now, why why do I think that there is a problem with this this this? I mean, it, there's there's a conundrum here because it's like you can't. I don't think you. I don't mean. I don't think they can force municipalities and counties to. Um, uh, accept commercial cannabis into their into their into their into into their region, um, but has enforcement and like the and the rule of law, I mean have have like you know heavy enforcement and the war on drugs ever worked? No, it hasn't. And it's like you, you're trying to take away something and have you, you you're criticizing something. You're trying to take something away and you don't have an answer for it. That's kind of what is popping in my head right now when I talk when I talk about this because you know like allow for these people to go into the black market. I mean, go into the uh, legal market. The problem is, is there's a lot of forces there that are blocking it. One, there are a lot of people in different states all around the country that actively block people from trying to get into the industry, right? This is a consumer goods industry, right? The more volume of sellers, the less there's gonna be able to go around for these sellers. Um, now that's just one part of the bigger problem, right? That's just one, one aspect of it, but you're trying to, you're trying to, you're, it's like, it's like, for example, you're trying to, uh, there's an example here in like Colombia, right? Colombia, I believe it was Colombia. They had a program where, um, they, the government, there was some, there's a ton of different co uh, coca farmers, right? For, for cocaine, right? Um, and they would just be regular farmers, and this is what they, they did to feed their family. 
and you know the cartels would pay them just to you know, you know grow it and and then you know they would, they would the, the the cartels process it and so the government was like okay let's do a program where we'll pay people to get off of that that crop and go on to a new crop right so they had an answer for that for that for for when they pulled that under them because they realized that you can't you can't enforce this it's, it's impossible to but what we can do is we can incentivize people and say oh you like that well we have an even better offer for you you need to make you need to have those kind of and that and that's the thing is is they're trying to these these licensed firms and a lot of times are cartels kind of you know groups of licensed cannabis businesses they're trying to block people from getting in they're trying to make the uh the barrier to entry way high way way higher uh, than it should be um and then they want to have enforcement on it so that they have a bottleneck on all of the uh commerce right or the cannabis buying uh, you, we need to get more access, right? Like, I mean, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. There's there's ways to get rid of the black market just naturally, organically. You don't need to, you know, authoritarian, just like, you know, shut them all down and try to, you know, affect all that. That's just not a smart thing to do. I think you need to allow it. So make it make a true, like, you know, allow for a, um, a closer to a free market style market, if that makes sense. Um, so there's not, you know, there's, 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 there's problems and they don't necessarily have the solutions for it, but they're going to still just try to get rid of the problem when, yeah. Okay. Let's keep going though. Okay. So licensed retailers have struggled as many Californians continue to buy from the recent market regulation, including testing. So uh, the illicit cannabis market must be shut down to ensure that legal operators can see an increase of patients and consumers, which creates union jobs while we contribute to local and state California tax revenues the UCBA said in a letter to legislators. However, the measures opposed by the California chapter of Normal Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, also known as Normal, which argues the bill is overboard and heavy-handed. Exactly, it is absolutely heavy-handed. It does not make any sense to do this. It really doesn't. <laughs> you know what it makes? It, it makes sense for the people that already have licenses in California that are already making money, right? They just want more money. They want to have more of the market, right? So that's who it makes, that's, that's who it makes sense for. It doesn't make sense for like the overall uh, you know, most of the cannabis community there is the black market, right, by far. Um, and it is, it's heavy handed and it's, it's overbroad. Exactly. And it's, it, yeah, I, I really don't like this, to be honest. Um, it's just not a good, not a good answer. So, quote, in general, we'd rather see carrots to assist people in securing commercial licenses by lowering the barriers to entry, right, rather than sticks, by the criminal or civil, said Ellen Kopp, Deputy Director of California. Exactly, right? Exactly. Right. I'm reading through this article first time, uh, you know, with you guys. Um, I just once I, I I've studied now cannabis for quite some time now. We're at the point where I see a title and I know already what they're going to be talking about for the most part. Um, but yeah, exactly. Literally, the barrier entry. They're trying to get higher while they're trying to enforce. And there's no, yes, give them carrots, give them an opportunity. Do what Columbia did, right? Columbia, I think, had a program for growing, I can't remember, let's just say squash, right? They were growing squash uh, instead of cocoa leaves. And that's one way they helped to get rid of, uh, you know, all of these farmers that were dependent on, you know, the, the growing uh, illegal cocoa plants for cocaine uh, processing, right? These are not, this is like a corporate kind of, this is, this is, yeah, this is not good to me. I, I really don't like this kind of stuff because 
it's it's just counteractive. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not truly wanting the people, you know, it's not for the people, it's for a select amount of people. It's a select amount of companies, right? They can capitalize even more. The group supports an existing law requiring advertising for cannabis businesses to include a state license number. Normal officials say many illicit operators display fake licenses to fool those they do business with. So it is not always easy to ascertain uh, whether a cannabis business has a license. Comp suggested that the state can help license licensed businesses by addressing the fact that two thirds of the cities in California do not allow licensing of cannabis businesses. That's the that's the gaping hole in this whole in this whole thing, which makes you know, no sense. Um, okay, so Governor Gavin Newsom, the leading supporter of legalization initiative Proposition 64 in 2016, said enforcement is an important part of building a legal industry. But the State Bureau of Cannabis Control has previously run into roadblocks in attempting to enforce laws requiring cannabis businesses to be licensed. In 2018, the Bureau sent a letter to Weedmaps, the internet site that provides consumers with information on cannabis firms, directing it to seize and uh, cease and desist uh, from displaying listings of unlicensed sellers. I did a whole video on that months ago. Go check that out. Very interesting. Um, they pretty much had, Weedmaps pretty much had the biggest, uh, the biggest database to, uh, in the world uh, of black market cannabis growers and, you know, uh, sellers. So we've met, um, Weedmap said it was protected from such an order by the 1960s, 1996 Communications De uh, Decency, Act, Decency Act, which gave platforms such as Facebook, YouTube, safe harbor from being held liable for the content of their users' posts. However, last August, the firm announced it would help, it would end practice of listing unlicensed cannabis businesses on its Yelp-like platform. Yeah, exactly, and Yelp did the same thing. And you wanna know why? Facebook and YouTube, right? They, they have this. If, if, if content, they're, they're not liable for the content of their users' posts. But what makes it liable? I guess what is makes them liable for that, um, or what makes people, you know, you know, actually very, very, very invested into getting them to take all those stuff down? It's losing tax revenue and it's losing sales revenue, right? From regulated companies, legal companies. So that's the that's the reason it's not you know it's and Facebook and YouTube they were the first of their kind, right? There's there they were the first ones on the block in terms of that. So you know they're they're not even there. So um, let's see, so to address the concerns from the newspaper industry, Rubia's bill provides fines for aiding and abetting, which require knowledge that a cannabis business is illegal and intent to help it. A publisher would not likely be fined if it was put up on uh, put up an ad of a licensed businesses that later had its license expire, taken away, according. Okay. Uh, but there have been allegations by state officials that some websites have used false license numbers or ads. Okay, we've talked about that. Um, in December, state regulators search, uh, served search warrants for at 24 unlicensed shops in Los Angeles, seizing $8.8 million in cannabis products. Uh, and confiscating nearly 10,000 illegal bait pens and $129,000 in cash. Just, just running through those pockets. Yeah, that's, that's nuts, dude. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are so ridiculous. You guys are so, you give them a license. Just, you know, the, as time goes on, I, I, I didn't really think that Oregon's model of giving everyone a license was the smartest. 
but I don't like California's model either because California's model is very few people have licenses and people stack the hell out of licenses. They stack them up, they hoard them. Uh, the barrier to entry is so, so high in California. And that's, a, that's for a reason. So Ruby is a bill that allow for fines against landlords who rent space to shops and that know they are unlicensed. The legislation is one of the few cannabis related bills left to be considered this year as the pandemic has forced legislators meeting in uh, truncated session to compare uh, to pare back the number of measures not related to the health crisis. The industry has also hoped this year might see success for a measure by Assembly, Assemblyman Rob Bonta, a Democrat from Alameda, uh, that would have cut the state excess tax on marijuana sales from 15% to 11% for three years while eliminating a cultivation tax uh, for that period. Uh, Bonta, okay, so that right there, that measure, that is a way that you can help get the black market. Uh, get rid of black market, lower taxes a little bit, just a little bit, right? Four percent was the was it lowering for three years while while eliminating the cultivation tax. This is what I'm talking about. A short term, like you have to nurture a new industry, just like it's a new living being, like a new baby. You have to nurture, uh, you know, these 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 new markets. You can't just we're gonna, you know, you're like, you're, you can't just have the baby start working on, you know, let's say you own a, like, can't start working on, you know, the fields or whatever, you know, you know what I mean? In terms of like, you know, my, my parents used to force me all the time when I was younger to like help them with their houses and stuff that they would fix up. Um, but I had to get old enough so I could be strong enough to do that, right? I had to be able to have that ability to do that, um, you know, so that's a great that is that is one of a few, you know one of one part of a whole coalition of things that need to happen if you really if you're really serious about getting rid of the black market because if you because this is like this kind of policy they're implementing now is like old school like war war on like the, like the uh, you know the war on drugs right with nixon right you just dump money just waste tons of money on enforcement there's no real there's no real uh uh, societal benefit to it. It all only all all it does is help, um, you know these this small group of uh, lic legal licensed cannabis companies, right? It it's similar properties there, right? With that, and so it just seems, yeah, this is California. There's just this kind of mess. It's kind of a mess. It's like you guys really. There's a few different things. So if I just so just to end this video. If I had to say with California, how would you want to get rid of the black market? And I really don't like to even say that because it's how it's, it's it should be more so how do you tr how do you transition the black market, the people, the companies in the black market to the legal market, right? That's more so what we should be asking. And so what I think is one, lower taxes like this right here, 15% to 11% for excess tax, eliminate the cultivation tax, right? That's crazy overbearing. The, some of the the biggest the farmers, growers, they have a lot of burden in terms of taxes in Cali. So I think that's a great thing to do. So that's one. Two, lower the barrier of entry into the legal cannabis market. Allow for these black market uh, cannabis companies or these illicit market cannabis companies um, to have a pathway to get um, a license. And so that really what that means is you're going to have to raise the limit of licenses or you could do a no cap, no cap license 
which I don't know if would be, the, I know that would make all of those people that already have licenses very mad. So I don't know necessarily like, like organs market. That's what it is. Anybody can start a cannabis business. It's the best, you know, it's a free market in a way, but you know, the government's not really stepping in too much. They're not capping licenses. Uh, licenses aren't a uh, sought after a rare commodity like they are in California or in other states. So there's kind of, that needs to get figured out, right? So that's, that's, that's two, right? Barrier of entry needs to get better. Okay. Three, need to understand how to potentially allow for these municipalities uh, and these counties to allow for commercial cannabis and have the locals in that area have access to recreational legal cannabis. If two thirds of the, uh, of the of the state doesn't have access to it, then why would they? Why like that makes no sense. Of course they of course they're not going to have. They're not going to. They're not going to. You know, of course the illegal market is going to be way bigger. If two thirds of the market doesn't even have access to the legal market, uh, so that's a, that's the three, right? So those are the three, and there's definitely a couple other points. There's there probably be you know, but those are three big points that I think they need to address and actually take seriously. This crap right here, the enforcing uh, while the barrier of entry is low, it's just oppressive. It doesn't help anybody. You have to give a solution, right? You have to give a solution if you're going to tear down what's going on right now, right? You have to, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, this stuff is ridiculous, but this is just stupid uh, policy making to me. It, it seems like it's been heavily influenced by cannabis companies uh, or big cannabis companies. That's what it seems like to me. I would I would love to know you know what firm what a group of a group of uh, companies uh, lobbied uh, them to do this. So, the United Cannabis Business Association, which represents licensed firms. So the United Business Association, the Cannabis Business Association. That just seems like you know kind of. Monop not, not 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 monopolistic not not uh doesn't sound like an oligopoly but it definitely sounds like like give everyone a chance or try to give people a chance. like you got to at least let more people in there there's yeah anyways i'm gonna stop rambling here if you made it to the end of the video i really really appreciate you guys uh please if you're from california or you have any if you have any opinion on this topic please let me know what do you think about this law what do you think about uh how do you truly have you know, I, like I said, I hate to say get rid of the black market. How do we transition the people in the black market to the legal market? Because because you have to you have to do that, or the black market will always be around. Especially it will it'll always be around until there is no reason to have a black market, right? Anyways, my name is LMC. Please go follow me on my social medias down below. Please hit that like button. Definitely hit that subscribe button. I'd love to hear from you too. So drop a comment um, and go follow my social medias. And uh, you can go subscribe to my new podcast, The Frame of Flower Podcast. It's all linked down below. You can also listen to the audio version. All linked down below. All right. Anyways, my name is LMC. I hope everyone's staying super safe and sound. And have an amazing, amazing day. Peace.